Welcome back to Red Rank Podcast. I'm your host, The Crow Show, home of the smoothest voice on Twitch. Uh, I'm once again joined by another incredible content creator who specializes in Dead by Daylight. I'm here with Whisperks, whose pronouns are he, him, is an absolutely fantastic Dead by Daylight content creator. You'll probably see Whisperks show up on your For You page hitting some crazy across-the-map hatchet shots and juicing killers. Just an all-around really good Dead by Daylight uh, player and content creator. And uh, I would say specializes in creating a safe space and welcoming space for people in the community. And uh, it's not just for like a certain group. It's for everybody, right? So... Whispers, welcome in. How are you doing today? I'm great, dude. How you doing? I'm doing really well. I'm doing well. I'm a bit tired. I've I've had the uh, I've had a hell week from work, so <laughs> I'm just like I'm a little tired. But here we are. Is, isn't that all of us though? Right? Like whatever right. you're doing. How do you manage that kind of? Because like the things that people don't see behind the scenes. What are you doing to recoup your energy and like find that balance of Okay, well, my stream's over, but I've got to create content as well. I got to edit. I got to tweet. Oh, I'm so sporadic about yeah. how I do that stuff. I mean, I I feel more confident when I have a lot of stuff prepared in advance. So, like, let's say we're talking about TikTok. I'll um, yeah. I'll I'll grab like as many clips as I can that are clipped from my page. Mm-hmm. And I also clip things myself. I actually, I have like a foot pedal. Oh, no up. way. Yeah, okay. it, it's I didn't a know USB foot pedal. That <laughs> it's a hotkey to record my OBS replay buffer. No way. That's really <laughs> so, smart. So between all that, I'll get like a whole bunch of clips downloaded and batch them, edit them. My TikToks aren't like overly edited, but then I'll like yeah. schedule them out like two weeks so I can just like wow. breathe again. Yeah, that's awesome. The The foot pedal, do you, do you talk about that a lot on your stream? Yeah, it's kind of a meme. Like I'll, I'll like hit like a you know, across the map hatchet and one of my mods will be like, did you slam your foot pedal down? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Slam it, break it. <laughs> foot cam when? I guess that'll be the next question for people. <laughs> oh, that's TOS, right? It's mm-hmm. uh, crossing to the danger zone. Um, I was checking your, your uh, Twitch page and in your frequently asked questions, you, you've got a very cool blue fire ghost character and the answer you have there is like who's the blue fire ghost character and you said his name is nimbus i originally had him drawn as a cute version of a willow the wisp a misleading light of guy light light of guidance but instead he's a positive light so can you tell me how you came up with that and how you is that just subconscious now with creating that positivity in your community Oh, he, like, way, way, way back when I, like, first started getting into streaming and all this other stuff, I, I like, didn't know anything about branding, and I, and I, I didn't even know, like, what direction I was going to go, um, but I had always liked, like, the Willow, the Wisp tales and mm-hmm. all that good stuff, you know, because, like, it's all made up, but it's yeah. fascinating, uh, and so one day I, like, contacted an emote artist, this was, like, like, over three years ago, and she's still okay. my emote artist. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I was like, hey, like, I sent her, like, an example image of, like, it was, like, a re- really detailed, like, spooky version. Mm-hmm. I was like, what if you made this but cute? <laughs> oh, cool. And she made it, and I had a couple emotes, and we just kind of called him, like, Wisp. Every, like, that's what we called him. 
yeah. my name's Whispers. Yeah, yeah. And one day we like named him. We gave him an actual name, and he's like, "God, I couldn't imagine having my stream and branding without him." Now, yeah, he's just like such a part of like when you think Whispers, you also see Nimbus. Oh, totally. Yeah, I I think of that too because like I'll be whether it's your TikToks or your tweets, that's like in the back of my head, like the little blue dude. And I'm like, that's so cool. Cause not everybody has that. Right. And I, I think that's a really cool thing you have going for you. And I, I think it's amazing. Uh, how did you get started with charity work? Do you remember how, how that started and uh, what got you excited about that? Uh, my first charity stream was a year ago. Uh, okay. I was approached by somebody who was working with stack up at the time. Okay. And I said like, Hey, are you interested in doing this? You know, we can, we can make anything work. Like, let's get something started. Uh, and I was on, I was on an old stream team back then that, uh, I'm not on anymore, but mm-hmm. back then when I was approached, we took the idea of raising money for stack up and we, the, however many it was of us, we planned out where we would all stream for two weeks straight. Like not like individually, but like on oh, Sunday, yeah. this person was live raising money. On Monday, mm-hmm. this person was live raising money. And we like raised five grand. Oh, that's awesome. And uh I was like, you know, that's cool. Like that it like didn't really hit me yet that charity streaming was like effective and how much impact it can have. Oh yeah. Until I got like it, it sent a care package out with like a PS4 and a whole bunch of games mm-hmm. um to someone who was like out on service. Oh, no way. And then, like, they, like, I can't remember his name right now, but they sent me back pics, his name, mm-hmm. and how much he's enjoying it. And I was like, that's really cool. Yeah. Like, that's really cool how much impact it can have. That's amazing. It's a good feeling. I, I've dabbled in some charity work, and Wounded Warrior Project is, is an organization I've worked with in the past. And, um, yeah, they do really cool things. Like, they'll tell you about the programs that they're running. Like, they, they help... Um, retired veterans you know get clothes for like job interviews and gaming systems to help them you know help them with passing the time and uh because we all we all love to play games right (laughs) so it's really amazing and that leads me into my my next thing i wanted to talk about can you talk about horizon onward and how y'all got that started and like where you want to go with that Oh my god, we we want Horizon Onward to be like bigger than the sum of its parts. You know nice. what I mean? Yeah. Pix- like we Pixel and I started talking about that back in April, and we've okay. been working on it since, coming up with like how we want to launch it, all the plans we have. So we're doing our first. We want to do charity streams, but also events, because like I I really like to host Dead by Daylight events here and there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah right. Um. We want to like take that idea and then add like the value of charity yeah. to try and do something like really big. Oh yeah. And we're thinking like doing of one, uh, like f- four times a year. Mm-hmm. So like one in the winter, one in the spring, yeah. so on and so on. And yeah. we think that like, if, as long as we play the cards, right. Hype things up, we can, uh, collectively raise a lot of money for that's these different amazing. charities. That's super cool. I think that's really great. I saw I saw y'all when you were po- sending the tweets out about that. I was just like super excited because that's something you love to see in the space. Because you know, like, um, like let's 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 take the the viewpoint of somebody who's not like really into Twitch, like somebody, um, 
you know, the kind of person who's like, oh, you watch people play video games on the internet? That's <laughs> weird, you know? <laughs> like, But what if you were able to say, hey, you know, we raised X amount of money for, for this charity this right, winter. Yeah. Me, me, my, cool me and my streaming buddies, we raised, you know, 10 grand for... yeah. Mental health awareness, like, yeah. wow, that's like, it like paints an easier picture to see for those outside of like the streaming space. Oh yeah, exactly. How do you, how do you handle that when people outside of the Twitch community ask you about, or maybe you're, you're forced to bring it up because you might be in a social, social situation when people are like, so what do you do for fun? Or what do you do for a living? And they're like, uh. I play this game called Dead by Daylight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how does it, that go for you? It goes one of two ways. Like, yeah, you know, um, they'll, they'll either be like, "Wow, that's really cool. That's cool that you get to do something that you enjoy," and mm-hmm. you know that all that stuff. And then, and then the other, then the other people are like, "Huh? Okay, yeah, uh, right, right, sure." And then like we move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always interesting, right? Because uh, people don't. I, I, I was one of those people. I didn't get it. Like my brother. Years and years and years ago, I was I was uh, stuck in bed recovering from uh, minor surgery, and he's like, "You should you should set up a Twitch account and just watch uh, Summit One G." And he's playing PUBG. He's like, "You love PUBG. You, I think you you would enjoy it." But I was like, "I'm not going to watch some nerd play video games online. I'll, I'll play video games myself." I was like, "That person who's like, I'm not going to watch sports. I'm going to play sports, but." video game version but you know two three weeks later of me just staring at the ceiling and being very bored i signed up with on twitch and basically fell in love right away and it's been Mm -hmm. a it's been a fun journey uh do you remember who you watched when you first started on Uh, twitch well so like my my account is technically from the justin tv days oh it is eh yeah um but like i didn't really watch anybody back then like yeah back then I, I was really into Guitar Hero and stuff. <clears throat> okay. So I was like, what if I like showed this to other people? Yeah. And like I only streamed like twice way back. That was like so oh, freaking yeah. long ago. Yeah. But uh since then, like I like didn't really pay attention to Twitch and all that good stuff. Um but for the longest time, even like since way before Dead Daylight, I was always into a game called Old School RuneScape. Okay, yeah. And uh I don't know how one way or another, but I ended up on some like of the bigger streamers in that category. Okay. Like, like, it's like the first people I subbed to. I'd like watch. Yeah. I'd show up like every day and oh, just no like way. see like how they're progressing their accounts and yeah. That's what I streamed for, like at least a whole year to, with without really ever going anywhere. But I enjoyed oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I I missed that train. I think at the time I didn't have a computer, so I didn't play old school RuneScape, and I didn't know anybody. I, I was really into like call of duty and like nhl and the xbox 360 and i'd be in those lobbies insulting people's mothers and, and their <laughs> dogs and stuff and uh, right telling them the 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 nasty things i'm about to do to so-and-so and just being a real goofball trash talking <laughs> for literally no reason <laughs> yeah no reason doesn't get me any further in life i it all it does is stress you out and and uh yeah gets you nowhere <laughs> um Oh, I was also going to ask you too, because I know you're you're going through the applications for the team. So how's that going, and how's oh. that response been? So we're going to get together soon. So we have 162 <laughs> applications. Wow! And we we decided 
way in advance that we're hired. We're going to get up to 12 people. Yeah. So that's going to be, that's going to be so difficult. Oh yeah. To, to only pick 12. Cause like I've skimmed through them. There's so many cool people in there. Yeah. There's so many people yeah. that like, I like, it's, it's going to be a group effort and everybody, like mm-hmm. everybody in a leadership position in high rise and onward has a say. Yeah. But I can like look at those apps and <laughs> pick 50 people. I already know are a good fit. Oh yeah. <laughs> so oh, it's totally. going to be really hard. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but with that being said, like to everybody that gets denied, it's, it's not reflective of your content or you mm-hmm. because you get, I mean, honestly with that many apps and how few are picking, you could be a perfect fit and get denied. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that's really, it, and the thing is, I think that your approach and your, the way you're going to be, you know, telling people you, you made it, you didn't make it like, I think even the people who applied and may not get in just because it's the way it works, right? Like there's, it's just a strict numbers game at that point. I think they'll be very understanding. And, uh, but I, I don't envy your position in that respect. That's gotta be tough. It's going to be a, it, it's probably going to be the most difficult part of being like a team owner. Yeah. But you know, once, oh, totally. we, get, once we get past that, then it's like yeah. the tournament planning mm-hmm. and then all of us are going to be live and raising the money. Cool. So it's going to be so be great. Fun. That'll be fun. Just got to get through the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you talk about your experience with Light in the Fog this year? How was that? And I saw a clip where you were like, who was it? Tofu and somebody else commenting on you. Scott. Yeah. How so, was that? So, I mean, so I had <clears throat> no idea what I was getting into. I, I mean, when Light in the Fog contacts you and says like, hey, do you want to play? Yeah. Yeah. You say yes. Like, Oh, duh. totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I had no idea what I was getting into and. I got matched with like some of the coolest people. Uh, my teammates were Ghost Arcade, Astra, mm-hmm. okay, um, Hexed, and yeah. Val. Okay, which oh cool. That being playing with them alone was a blast. But then also mm-hmm. like all the challenges we had to do. Yeah, like gen tapping and other, other nonsense. Oh, what challenges did you get? Or do you remember? <sighs> like what the was first game, we had to one? complete a gen by only gen tapping. Oh, and we no. had like the worst strat ever. We like all loaded in, saw the first gen. We were like, all right, that's the one we're doing. Yeah. And we Astra killed us all. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> when I played killer, their challenge was to get a power struggle on me. Mm-hmm. But their ping, like the ping was so bad. I oh. walked through like two pallets and the pallet would fall behind me. No And way. not stun me. <laughs> <laughs> Which just added to the fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, and it was, of course, like with oh, it being such for a, a good cause and all that. Yeah. Like Poppers has like has had one of the biggest impacts on the community. Oh, 100 percent. That's that was the nice thing about watching the event. I would tune in when I could when I could. And uh, everybody was having a good time and it was just really good vibes. And, um, you know, I could tell the people who were in the chat as well were really excited. And part of what I really enjoyed was opening up like five tabs and having like each streamer in a tab and then <laughs> the, the main channel in a tab and just like bouncing between the different viewpoints and stuff. So that was, that was really cool. Um, now <laughs> I noticed recently on, on your Twitter, you posted about how Bubba is one of the most fun killers to play against. Oh, um, do you have any regrets about having fun while playing dead by daylight? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I was like, Hey, I, I enjoyed this thing. And people were like, absolutely not. 
Yeah. Um, what, what were the responses like? Oh my God. People like, you know, all the trolls come out once a tweet goes like even semi viral. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of people like really judging you for like yeah. enjoying that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game and like you should be enjoying playing the video game, even yeah. like in the bad moments. Oh, yeah. Like if I get camped by Bubba, I think it's hilarious. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like they're hitting you on hook and, you know, mm-hmm. you just make big memes out of it rather than get mad. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. The thing is, like a moment like that, it's a compliment to you, right? Because mm-hmm. Bubba doesn't doesn't want to chase you again because you probably took him on a good run and um right, you earned that yeah oh totally yeah it's like a badge of honor right you're just like all right achievement unlocked upset until, all the, until all the your teammates come down and throw <laughs> that, that too that does happen i've uh i remember one time versus the legion i had uh, i traded hooks with somebody and i was like well we've got boon circle healing up they'll go reset and we'll go four out so I traded because the person was, they were on struggle and they were nearly uh, at the end. Um, so I traded with them and then they all just pieced out. And I was like, oh, wow, God, it's Legion, y'all. Like, oh, this what? is so easy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, I was a little upset, but I was like, well, how can I be? It's just funny. Like it's, and I think that's the, the other thing people need to consider too, is just like recognizing as something's happening, it's like, well, that could just be content, right? Like it's, you know, yeah. I mean like what you just said, I feel like an average player would get really upset by that, Mm -hmm. but it's easier just to like make light of it. Oh, totally. Yeah. On the topic of Bubba making light of things. I remember one time I was playing insidious Bubba against a really smart team. It's insidious. Bubba is not hard to beat, but I didn't get a single down the entire time. I just, uh, you know, they, they would jump through windows, drop pallets and stuff. It was just one of those games, you know, you just, you get zero hooks, but I did injure a Fang and, uh, I was like insidious Bubba at the open exit gate. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to hide here and she's going to run by. I'm going to smack her. I'm going to put her on a hook. And this was during old dead hard days. So she's running by and I go to hit her and she dead hards past me and escapes. And I was like, no, I just started laughing. Like it was a funny moment. And I posted it on TikTok and I'm laughing at myself. Right. I'm just like, oh, no. Like, oh, it's so annoying. I was like, oh, dead hard. I'll get you one of these days. And people got mad at me for posting that. They're like skill issue that's what you get for playing bubba yeah skill issue because she had e i guess <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh it's funny you said insidious because i think insidious is such a cool perk when you're like not camping the basement with it oh yeah like when yeah. you use it like to try and do something in chase or you oh, wait yeah. somewhere else for someone to come by yeah you never see any of that stuff you only when you think insidious you think Bubba in the basement oh yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, and in that one, I tried the different thing. Like I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand right by this gin, and they're gonna come and get it. And I'm gonna just scare them." And they never went to that generator, <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go to this one." And then they did, and I fumbled, and it was just, it's just a nightmare, one of those rounds. But yeah, playing non-basement Insidious Bubba is super fun. I, I, I love doing that stuff. Do you, do you ever pl- use Insidious on on other killers? Uh, I can't remember the last time I ran it. I yeah. remember um, having a clip maybe a little while ago where it was like a, um, 
a random build and it was on Bubba and it had Insidious, mm-hmm. but it, but I was running like Overcharge or something and the survivors knew. Right. So what I tried was I kicked this gen with Overcharge. So they, yeah, it creates a sense of urgency to tap the oh, gen. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm hiding around the corner with Insidious. Yeah. So yeah. as soon as I hear him coming over to tap the gen, I just come out of the corner revving. And somebody DCs for it. <laughs> no way, really. <laughs> that's all it takes. <laughs> that's, that's, why is that so funny when people DC? <laughs> it's just the funniest thing. Like I could be running way worse stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's insidious Bubba, y'all chill. Um, just piggybacking off like the conversation we're, we're having right now. Um, it, it's a bit of a two-parter because like, I wanted to ask you, do you receive much, you know, quote unquote hate or negative energy through your content? Because like outside of star star streams, I think you might be like the nicest human in this, in this space. So do you you get a lot of like backlash from people? Uh, no, really like the, the worst I get, it would be like in an end game chat when I play killer. Okay. Or in, you know, TikTok comments, which I'm sure you're used to. Yeah, some people just love to be old. hateful on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But beyond that, honestly, no. Not, not a really. lot, eh? That's cool. I, I think that's amazing because uh, there's one thing I've learned recently. This community just never forgets. And it doesn't matter what what you've done in the past, how small it might be, how long ago it might be. And I've learned that through watching other content creators as well. It's like people just want to hold on to things and just like use stuff as ammo against me. And it's, it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> um, One gripe I have, like, yeah. I, I think DVD community is great. Otherwise I wouldn't be here. Yeah. I guess if I have like one gripe, it's how, how judged you can be like as a person and a creator mm-hmm. for how you play the game. Yeah. Be it you're a survivor or killer or whatever you're doing. If people disagree with your play style, they will dislike yeah. you as a person. Oh yeah. And yeah. I don't, and I think that's like the worst thing ever. Yeah. It's bizarre, right? Like it's like, Hey, wait, you didn't read the survivor handbook that says you have to do this. Like, right, you can't me. So I don't like you or you gen rushed me. So I don't like you. Yeah. Like, like it's, <laughs> it, it's just a game whether you didn't have fun or not. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I uh, yeah, I had a weird interaction with a survivor who escaped, and they were upset that I was bad oh, at the game. Oh, love a I'm sore like, winner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, and I was legit. Like at the end, I was like, "Oh yeah, good, good game. You guys played well." And he's like, "You suck. Get good, noob." And all what? Like, <laughs> chill, dude. Like, like, what do you, what do you expect from this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the end game? And the funny thing is, like, the person's friends they were in a three stack they actually apologized on his behalf and i was like you know maybe don't have a friend like that who's going to be rude all the time because they're right, like or at least pointed out to him like yeah because they, they were like kind of yikes right <laughs> yeah because they were like yeah he does this with everybody i'm like yeah maybe don't do that with everybody just little, you guys won <laughs> and i had no slowdowns i was just going for cool shots with Oh yeah, speaking of Huntress, your your Huntress clips are I think on another level and I think we all really enjoy seeing that on our For You page on TikTok or on your Twitch streams. Um can you talk about your relationship with Huntress and how you how you 
started playing Huntress and uh, were like, hey, this this is a thing of mine and I'm going to make it a thing of mine. It's funny because I never really, I, I, I never had like a, a click moment where I was like, I'm a Huntress main now. Yeah. I, like, so I have 6,000 hours in Dead by Daylight. Okay. And probably for like my first one or two, I was a straight up killer main. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like didn't touch Survivor back then. Oh really? Wow. <clears throat> and so I, but I like kind of just played whoever, with some Huntress mixed in, but played whoever, and then I got like you know a clip or two, where I'd hit a shot, which shots that like don't compare to some of the ones I'm hitting now. Right. But they would yeah. just like be as simple as like you know over a rock. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And I would like lose my mind. I'm <laughs> yeah. like this is like the greatest feeling ever. And so I'm like slowly fighting more Huntress, and then I'm slowly playing more Huntress, and then you know. Next day, I open my eyes and I'm like doing whole streams of Huntress. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, Huntress is one of the most fun killers to watch. That's probably how I discovered Umbra because I was like mm. checking the directory. I was like, oh, cool, Huntress gameplay. And yeah, I'm, I don't know what it is. I just, I love watching good hatchet throws. And yeah, when, you're, um, when your content pops up on my feed, it's always fun to watch. Um, do you, do you like uh, any other killers? Are there any other killers you're really like really into and want to want to get good at kind of thing? Um, I like I consider myself like able to play any killer at an OK yeah. level. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I really think I mean, I think my best killer is Blight. OK, which Blight is like already. I mean, he's a monster. So that's kind yeah. of a given because yeah. Yeah, I play Huntress for fun. I'm mm-hmm. really just there to like hit cool shots and have a good time. Yeah. But if I, if I like need to win a game, like I'm in an event or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. blights my killer. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean like, I like Oni pyramid head trapper clown. Those are nice. the ones I, I, I like nurse and I'm an okay nurse, but I kind of like don't play her much. Cause you know, oh. you know why <laughs> <laughs> the mob will take you down. It's yeah. uh yeah. If you even say nurse in a tweet, or in a in a Twitch chat, it's uh, it's over for you. And, yeah. uh, messed up. Yeah, I even have a weirdo friend who likes playing against Nurse. I'm like, you're weird. What? I should just block you. And <laughs> it's pretty. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting how that works, right? Like, yeah, Nurse is incredibly strong, and y- you have to be somewhat proficient to play with Nurse, though. And there there is a skill cap, and. There is a reason why her kill rate's so low is because most of us try and fail <laughs> with Nurse. Um, I find a lot of the time with Nurse, like, not every single nurse you run into is a god, right? Yeah. But, yeah. like, even even with me, like, I think I'm, like, not bad. I'm, not, I'm mm-hmm. no god, but I'm not bad. Yeah. And I'll, like, do my first blink and someone's DC'd. Or, yeah. like... You know, they kill themselves like they walk up to them. They walk up to me and they're waving oh, yeah. like, here, get me out of the game. Like, you don't yeah. even know how good I am yet. You don't know yeah. what perks I'm running. Yeah. You don't know what my add-ons are. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. Like, just it, give it, it a chance. Yeah, I like doing that. Like, I, I'll admit, against a good nurse, I don't like playing against a good nurse. I'll just mm-hmm. move on to the next one. But if it's a nurse like me who is maybe not that great, <laughs> I'll give them a chance. I'll give them somebody to chase and get some practice in and when, especially when I, if I notice it's like somebody who's either got like a nurse daily or they're trying to learn nurse, like I'll just stop doing gents and I'll like run around either looking for her or like loot chests and cleanse totems and stuff. Cause I'm like, 
let's give this person some practice. <laughs> um, one thing I like asking people too, especially because Dead by Daylight is your your main game. Um, how are you feeling about the game right now? And are are you are you feeling any fatigue at all? Or how do you how do you manage that? Um, I think the game's at a great spot. Yeah, to be honest, like mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I know I'm like an optimistic, try to see the good in everything mm-hmm. kind of person, but it's more balanced now than it ever has been. Yeah, granted, it has a long ways to go, and who knows if it can ever be fully balanced with its yeah. nature. But oh, yeah. it's it's in such a good spot. Mm-hmm. Um, man, but the the double BP like the Halloween event. Oh yeah, the sweats come out. Oh, you think so, eh? Yeah. Yeah, and like, so if I have any fatigue, it's from the event. Yeah, that's true. people, man, like, whether you're playing Killer or Survivors, games can be tough. Oh, yeah, yeah. I experienced that last week. I had about legitimately 14 games in a row as Killer where I just didn't have a chance. I got, like, maybe five hooks, and that was it. I was like, wow. I'm like, I'm trying Chase builds. I'm trying four slowdowns and like i'm just getting destroyed the irony that like people are <laughs> so worried about winning in like yeah. double bp that yeah. like they'll end the game as fast as possible like the survivors oh, yeah. will like slam gens get out or the killer will yeah. like try to slug everybody and then they get no blood points in the first place oh exactly <laughs> it doesn't make any sense yeah that that's what i don't get either because yeah you notice when uh you have a when you get one of those games where you you've got maybe four or five hooks and all the gens are fixed and then you get somebody down and they get altruistic and you keep trading hooks and you're like, wait a minute, the blood points are going up for all of us because mm-hmm. we're trading hooks. I'm landing hits. I'm downing people. I'm putting survivors on hooks. You're getting saves. You're healing people. It's like your survival and your altruism, your bold are all going up. Like, why can't you see this? God, I cannot help myself but get altruistic end game. Yeah. I mean, partially because it's more content than just leaving. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. It's just, it can't help myself. I'm trying. Oh, <laughs> oh totally. Yeah. And I, I remember I have a screenshot somewhere where I have a, a four stack who they all brought bloody party streamers, but they all brought like commodious toolbox with like brand new part and like charges and hyper focus. And um, I think they, they either had three or four proof myself. They just wanted to fix it. And they did. They fixed Jans and like, five six minutes and they were gone and i was like right and they all got 15k points <laughs> <laughs> yeah congrats on your 15k trial dude <laughs> it's just why bother with the bloody party streamers and i guess that's part of the part of the what i struggle with with this game on a probably daily basis is just i think we all come in with different expectations right like me playing Huntress, I'm like, okay, I'll go for cool shots versus I don't know it, but one of these people are super rude and they're going to talk trash to me afterwards, even after they escape. And, um, you know, some people, yeah, some people are like, oh, I just want to go for flashlight saves. I want to go for flashbang saves. I want to heal my teammates. I want to be the medic of the team and all these different expectations. And they all come together sometimes in a really weird way in end game chat it's i i struggle with that <laughs> some people are like only they're like super fixated on just getting as many blood points as possible yeah some people 
are only focused on like winning or losing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, solo survivors, they, they, they're only concerned about themselves escaping. Oh yeah. Rather than yeah. being a team. And yeah. Yeah. Some, and then there's like the killer side of things where like some killers just want blood points. Some killers want X amount of kills. Some killers mm-hmm. mean want just like a decent amount of hooks. I don't care how many kills. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, like you said, everybody's got a different expectation. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, now, I this is one thing I usually look into, but I, I do apologize. I didn't look into it prior to us starting, but have you streamed anything else in the past? Or Because as long as I've known you, it's always been Dead by Daylight. But like, is there other games you like to dip your toes into? Honestly, I'm just so used to streaming Dead by Daylight. Yeah. It, it takes a lot for me to try something else on stream. It yeah. really does. It does, eh? Yeah. So I like I, I kind of really die. I, I save other games for off stream okay. most of the time. Oh, cool. What are, what are you playing these days? Uh, Call of the Lamb came out. Oh, that's a great game. And yeah. man, that game is addicting. It is. Oh my god! <laughs> like as soon as I started it, I couldn't put it down until I beat it. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I didn't get that far, but I put about six hours in the, the first time I played it. Such a great game. Then I've always been off and on with OSRS, Old School RuneScape. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll have a kick of playing it all the time. Then I need to, oh, like, cool. then I don't play it for a while. Yeah. That's how that game yeah. goes. And Oh, cool. And then the, um, the new Pokemon games are coming out soon. Oh, cool. Which right I'm super on. excited for. Oh, nice. And you, you like to save stuff like that for, for off stream kind of thing. I, I'm thinking, I'm telling myself that I'm going to try the Pokemon games on stream. Yeah. Like maybe I'll like start streams with some DVD and then switch over. Mm-hmm. and just like see the vibes see how it goes yeah it's tough right if you like just the even the idea of trying something else outside of dead by daylight it doesn't matter what size you are like i've seen people at the very top and they're like yeah i'd love to i'd love to stream you know elden ring but i just can't because i'm here playing dead by daylight every day <laughs> and it's uh one of those things right like we all sometimes i feel stuck all the time i feel stuck in in dead by daylight and i think a lot of people feel that same way and yeah like so there's like there's like variety streamers who can stream something new every day Mm -hmm. and then there's us who are like in this dbd hole i mean that's (laughs) that's kind of like a negative way of saying it but yeah you know like the thought of streaming something else is difficult and, and mm-hmm. a lot of people get wrapped up in like, you know, I'll have like way less viewers if I'll stream something else, mm-hmm. which to, to, you know, that means more to some than others. Uh, yeah. For me, like one of my personal problems with streaming anything else is like, I don't know how to like stream it. Like, I don't know how to yeah. commentate it. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. If I, if, I, like, if I were to like play Elden Ring on stream, I'd be like, no, what the hell, what the heck do I say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, get, get good, nerd. I, would, like, I, I worry yeah. about not being entertaining enough a lot. Oh, yeah. And so the thought of streaming something else just <laughs> makes that like 10 times worse in my head. Oh, totally. And it, it is tough. And, you know, people who do variety, I've got a ton of respect for them because it is so much different. If you were to stream Dead by Daylight and then stream, you know, Cult of the Lamb or Elden Ring or Overwatch, um, Call of Duty. Like Stardew it's all, Valley. Yeah, Stardew Valley. Yeah, and there's there's people who do all of those things. And like, like, especially games like that. Like, all those examples are so wildly different. You oh, know, yeah. Like, DVD and then 
yeah. Overwatch, the FPS, and then Stardew, the the cute game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. And yeah, trying to find that that happy medium, it's really tough. And I actually have a clip somewhere. Yeah, uh, I, I like. I'm a clip fiend. If I'm in somebody's stream, I'm usually clipping. I was in Umbra's stream, and she was just talking about how because like pretty much every stream, people will be like, "Hey, are you gonna play? Are you gonna stream Overwatch? Are you gonna stream?" you know, whatever game is brand new. And she's just like, I can't, you know, like people want to watch dead by daylight. They want to hang out with me while I play dead by daylight. And if I do anything else, it just, my stream tanks and she has an alt account for that, for that reason, I think. So, um, I've seen her play other games on the alt account, which is really cool. I, I like it when people can, um, if they want, if they choose, they can, play something else so and express themselves you know through other yeah. means oh i resonate totally. with like the uh not you know feeling that pressure to not stream anything other than dvd mm-hmm. uh I, I, I guess oh go ahead people can burn themselves out that way which is yeah. really sad to see too yeah so so i i, I definitely understand pushing yourself to stream dvd even mm-hmm. like when you don't want to yeah but not not to the point where you are miserable oh yeah. yeah it's just not worth it at that point is it yeah i feel like you're speaking directly to the way i feel because <laughs> i was <laughs> there like a couple of weeks ago i was like done with this game i'm gonna i'm gonna become an overwatch streamer right <laughs> like i took a couple of days off and i feel way better <laughs> right and after so. a couple of days you're like oh that would be a bad thing to do <laughs> yeah yeah and um yeah no it's 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 the relationship i think probably every content creator has at some point with whatever game is their main and it's just uh, another thing i was going to ask you too because like it, it seems like you like to do a lot of things to keep it fun and interesting i was wondering if you could tell people anybody listening or, or watching this what are some things you like to do while you're streaming dead by daylight to keep yourself and your community entertained and, and happy. And when, when you have as many, when you get to like six K hours and you know, you know, everything about the game basically. Yeah. And you need ways to spice it up. So some days we'll do, sometimes you can do stuff as simple as just open queues, you know, where you let viewers play. Yeah. Um, and then there's build requests. You can do random builds. Um, but what I like to do to make it take it like a step further is, come up with like challenges yeah. like make a new steam account and family share to it so i have all mm-hmm. the dlc on it and then i'll be like hey can i get to rank one survivor without dying on every survivor mm-hmm. which was inspired by dowsy right yeah. um and i mean you know just challenges like that and then hosting events is really what i've fallen fallen in love with mm-hmm. is bringing everybody together and it's nice to like not play the game too like i can just oh, sit yeah. there and commentate it yeah oh yeah but you know that's just like another dvd thing i can do on stream mm-hmm. but then brings the community into oh totally yeah you, you've um you've played in tournaments in the past right i love like so in the same like you know uh what we're talking about yeah as much as i love hosting things i like being involved in things yeah like that's why when you asked me to be on here i was like heck yeah yeah so like anytime i see any like content creator friend or even streamers i don't know they're like hey i'm gonna like host this event in a month like Mm -hmm. come sign up i'm like in their dms 
like, <laughs> right on. Like, let me let me in. <laughs> I want to play. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that that's a big thing. Like, low key, your, your name has been like circled on my list for the longest time, and I was like, I don't know if I should ask him. I don't know if he'll say yes or if he'll like tell me to f off. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, there's all these weird narratives we all build in our own heads, and I'm always thinking about that, especially in the creation of this podcast because i'm a big part of it is inviting people to be on here to talk about their experience with content creation and dead by daylight and a big part of that is being like just putting myself out there and just being like hey do you want to be a part of this and the people i i would say about 99.9 percent of the people i've approached have said yes and the only ones who have said no they're just like well i just don't feel I'm not a very social person. I don't like talking to people and I wouldn't feel comfortable in that setting. I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, no pressure. Like I'm not here to, you know. Right. That's like way better than what you were picturing in your head, right? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> in my head, I'm thinking, oh, this person's going to block me. They're going to, they're going to write, uh, you know, a twit longer about me and how I approach them to be on their, on, on the podcast. And, um, I don't know it. Weird things, weird it's things that go through like you, you kind of, I, I think it's like what we, I don't think we should be doing this, but we all do it. Mm-hmm. Where we associate a creator, they're like, you know, they're this big. Yeah. And then this, yeah. this creator's like this big. Oh yeah. So like, I'm not even going to bother talking to them, but at the oh, end yeah. of the day, every creator is just a person. Yeah, it's true. It's hard to remember that. It's true. Yeah. And, and that goes for like all aspects of life like i've um i've talked about this on the podcast before a little bit but i i used to be in online film criticism so i'd go to like film festivals and i'd interview some really cool like filmmakers and actors and stuff and that's one of the first things i learned i was like they're people like me too they they eat tacos and (laughs) breakfast burritos and complain about the same stuff i do or or they're really enthusiastic about the same things I am. And that goes for content creators, you know, like I had the King on here last week and the King was like a dream guest for me. And he just reached out to me, sent me a DM. He's like, Hey, I heard you're looking for guests. Like, can I be in your show? I was like, are you serious? Like, he reached yes. out to you. <laughs> yeah, like, please. That's extra cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was like, for me, like a really huge, huge moment. And um, yeah, if there's any content creators listening that I, I can't stress this enough, like if you want to get a group together to Swift, if you want to collaborate with somebody else, like way more often than not, the person you're going to approach is going to have a positive reaction and um, some really good things can come out of it. So definitely jump out of your shell in that respect. <laughs> that's actually something I had to get over really fast with like wanting to dive into hosting events and tournaments yeah. and stuff. You know, I'm, I oh, yeah. DM a million people at once. Yeah. Like, I'll Hey, do, here's what I'm doing. Are you interested? And mm-hmm. it, like, I, now I've kind of gotten over that fear a little bit. Yeah. But I yeah. totally get it. Oh like, yeah. Just send it. Yeah. That person yeah. probably wants to be involved mm-hmm. and they will, or they want to yeah. be involved and they can't. Yeah. You oh know? yeah. It's not going to be like a, you know, leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll be out of town, uh, you know, visiting family that, that weekend, stuff like that. Like we all have lives and 
and yeah, like you said, we build these weird narratives in our head where we're like, this person has their, their audience is like this and mine's down here. And like, none of that crap matters, you know, like, it's yeah. End like of the day. Here we're, you know, they were equals no matter who. Yeah. Yeah. And I've looked at, uh, I've looked through YouTube and there's a lot of big dead by daylight content creators. Like I'm talking about like top of the top and they've done like interviews with people who have like less than a thousand subs on YouTube. I'm like, Hey, that's really cool. So that gave me a little bit of confidence too. I was like, yeah, people have done stuff with people who, um, just want to talk and carve out a, a space in this community. So it really shows that like, not like it's not true for every single creator, but yeah, a lot of the time, like your, your audience size, your numbers and all that stuff are not a reflection of the value of your content. Yeah. Where, you know, like you said, this massive YouTuber is having an interview with a, a one K sub YouTuber. Yeah. There, there's a mutual exchange there. Oh yeah. Because it's content for everyone. Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, I've watched, I, that interview that I discovered, I sat, I sat down, I watched it and, you know, I could tell the person that was interviewing the person, the other person was maybe a little bit nervous at the beginning, but once that went away, you could tell like they were just a lot more comfortable and, um, it was just really cool to witness that. So watching that like over a year ago, that, that gave me a lot of confidence as well when it came to creating this podcast and reaching out to people and. The craziest one I've had so far is uh, there's there's one person who I reached out to their business email and it was like their business manager got back to me and we exchanged like many emails, but we just couldn't find a time that worked. And I might ping that person again and just be like, hey, remember, remember all those conversations we had about maybe getting you on the podcast? I'd still love to have you on there. So you should do it. it yeah. And in that case, you know, that person, the the manager easily could have probably did look me up and probably easily could have just said, no, no, we're, we're too busy. No, no, thank you. But was in, in my eyes was making genuine, like, Hey, we might have some time in about three weeks, uh, touch base with me in two weeks and we'll see how it looks. And two weeks go by and I'm like, Hey, are you free? And they're like, no, we're out of town. And, uh, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So, yeah, <laughs> gonna aim really high, everybody. <laughs> but, but that's like another example of uh, it being something that they're interested in doing. They just couldn't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you didn't so. get blown off or anything. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, it was. It was. You know, the person I talked with was a complete professional, really nice, uh, very respectful. Um, yeah, we just couldn't couldn't find the time, and that that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I was. Um, oh, the other thing I was going to ask you too, is like when it comes to the platforms that you post on, how do you place priority on one over the other? And how do you like manage your time with that? Um, well, I mean, I guess with stream, you don't really post, but stream is definitely my number one still. Cause that's, yeah. that's where I've grown. And mm -hmm. that's, you know, if I didn't have my stream, I'd be nothing basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, but then TikTok, TikTok is something that used to be my number one mm -hmm. but it's kind of fading out of being my number one I, i've fallen yeah. like out of love with tiktok <laughs> yeah i hear you on that um, i think something's changed recently right because it feels like and it's not just me it's like across the board like the views are down for dead by daylight i feel like man it's it's 
like i swear i can have this really like i can record something off stream edit it mm -hmm. it could be a unique idea mm -hmm. blah and then i post a stupid clip from stream yeah and i just crop for tiktok 100k mm -hmm. views <laughs> that's crazy like it's i'm like yeah. why do i even bother with effort on here <laughs> yeah yeah that yeah that was one of my first ones that popped off was me just uh it was a trapper setting traps on uh one side of the pallet then set a trap on the other side of the pallet and i was down like inside a pallet so i'm like why is he setting the traps there and he picked me up and he's i'm wiggling and he's standing in one spot trying not to step in his trap i wiggle off and run away and i was like what was that and i was <laughs> like that was uh my first 100k plus tiktok it was like i, I think it ended up at like 170 or something and it was like there was no effort. There was just like no edits to it. N no memes, nothing. It was just like. Right. Like people are just in invested in seeing what happens, I guess. So they, yeah. they stay and the watch time goes up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to figure out why, you know, this great content fails and then this mm -hmm. mediocre content as well. But. Oh, yeah. At least at least something's doing well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I don't know what it is about TikTok. I've got like a real we're kind of on the outs it feels like and i'm like should i create another account but like i, I think what i might if, if and when i do create another account it'll be other content it'll be like talking about movies and tv shows and vlogs try juggling and, both maybe yeah maybe yeah yeah i was thinking it, that. it would it would it wouldn't feel feel very good to lose what you've built right oh yeah oh yeah no i wouldn't i wouldn't abandon the the one i have now mm, like okay. i'd still post the stuff i have now but i would just have the other one where i'm like hey i went to see this you know uh foreign language film and here's what i think you know like i don't think that would vibe with the dead by daylight crowd <laughs> but i do love like small indie films and korean films and french films and japanese films and stuff like that and uh so yeah i think i might just create a separate account for that and do do the movie and tv stuff so that would be awesome though because like just hearing you talk about it you, you clearly care about that stuff oh yeah so like you can make that account and he could probably just ramble about the movie you just watched oh, yeah. and your thoughts and it's oh. it'd be more of a creative outlet than being mm. focused on numbers and stuff yeah yeah but that also leads to it being more genuine content Oh yeah, which will probably succeed. Yeah, so. and I think that's the the tough balance, right? Because you get into a slump on any platform, but especially TikTok. And I think what you're talking about is like when you're chasing those views, you're like, "Man, this last video popped off. What did I do different?" And you're trying to capture that, capture that glory again, and you're just like, I think people see through it, right? They they see that you know this content is just just trying to replicate what he did before um yeah trying to find that that sort of i guess passion for what got me views in the past and follows and and glory and riches you know it's <laughs> yeah and where do you find it <laughs> and then the pressure of you know everybody tells you you got to post three times a day and all oh, this yeah. other nonsense yeah you start worrying about like the quantity of content rather than the quality. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough. I, I've, I have, I've had Jocko on here a couple times and I've, I've 
I've hit him up and been like, what's your secret? He's like, I don't know, man. I just post a lot. <laughs> it's like, he's, uh, he's, he's probably like in terms of like the content creation aspect of things, he's probably one of like the most savvy people in this space. Like in terms of, you know, he'll play this weird, like independent horror game uh, that has like nin- original NES graphics and he just crushes it. And it's just like, Man, that's so cool. <laughs> and gets really good TikToks out of it too, which is which is always fun. Um <clears throat> now I was going to ask you as well, and I think we touched on this a little bit, but like let's say poof, Dead by Daylight's gone. What game would you move to? Oh my god, that would be <laughs> that's actually so <laughs> difficult to answer. I know, right? <laughs> uh I mean, I really don't have an answer for that. Like, yeah, man, I would be not devastated because yeah. at the end of the day, it's just a game. But it's it's yeah. what I know. It's what oh, I've yeah. been doing for so long. I'd, yeah. I'd be looking at my Steam library, like <laughs> what, what in here works? What, what could I do? Yeah. On the Epic Games page. What, what game oh, could yeah. I buy? You know, I, I really <laughs> don't have an avenue out of Dead by Daylight. Yeah. I, I really like Dead by Daylight mm-hmm. after all this time. Yeah. And... I don't want to see it go away. I don't even want yeah. to have to think about that. That's I like <laughs> that answer. I like that answer because, like, you know, I think there are people in the community. Well, not I think. I know there are people in the community who want this game to go away <sighs> and who kind of, like, rip on people for enjoying the game still. And it's like, what's... We're not harming anybody by still having fun playing this game and yeah, finding ways to have you're, fun you're burnt out, moved on or whatever. It doesn't, mm-hmm. yeah. that doesn't mean other people can't enjoy it still. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, and they, they make an update that you dislike. Doesn't mean it ruined the game for everybody else. And yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing. Make any change in the game. And it's like, I'm uninstalling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they nerf something on survivor side. They're like, Oh, that's because the killer mains complained. And then yeah. vice versa. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> it's like bro, they're a- just trying to balance it at the end of the day <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and also like the people who are in the comment section and people like you and me we're like really hardcore into this game but h- how much of the player base is as hardcore as us like in terms of maining this game playing as many hours as we play every week and um you know i i would i would guess a majority of the player base is pretty casual. Absolutely. Probably doesn't play anywhere near as much as us. And that's not me saying anything bad. That's just, I think that's the way things are. And I think that's why I, not, I think I know this is why behavior should not cater to people like us and be like, like that's a great point. Like mm -hmm. the, the average player probably only has a couple hundred hours in the game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they, it's probably not their main game. Mm-hmm. They just play it here and there. You know, they get home from work. They play DVD yeah. for an hour. Yeah. And like, they just hope the matches go well for an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they probably don't. <laughs> but right. who knows? Because <laughs> like, I, I always tell the story when I first started playing Dead by Daylight. Um, I actually uninstalled because I hated how much there was to it. Like my friend who was really into it. He was, we were playing, we we're on comms, and he was like, I think the killer has uh, barbecue and chili, so heads up for that. And I was like, What's that? He's like, 
you know, they see your aura after they put somebody on a hook. If you're a certain distance away, I was like, what's an aura? And it's like, <laughs> oh, well, you know, that's like the killer can see you like where you are on the map and see it as an aura. And I was like, okay. And I was fixing a gin and I ran away thinking I could sprint burst. And I was like, I didn't run really fast. What What's wrong? What did I do wrong? I've got sprint burst on. And he's like, you're probably exhausted. And I was like, what's exhausted? <laughs> so By the time he answers all your questions, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, I, I'm like, I'm uninstalling. I, I hate this dumb game. It's so, there's so much to it. And like, especially now, like, could you imagine being a new player now? Oh, I, I can't imagine. However many survivors and killers there are and yeah. hundreds of perks on each side. Oh, totally. To, and then like, even, even if you don't play killer, as a survivor, you got to like recognize certain killer add-ons mm-hmm. and how their power works and, Oh yeah. Uh, thankfully I've been playing for a long time, but uh I, I do like like you said with the casual player base, I think the new player experience is way more important than mm. the the 10k hour player experience. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, cuz so few people will reach that point. And uh yeah, it's it's interesting cuz like to to put it to take it from another perspective, I used to think I was like hardcore into Overwatch. Like I was like really into Overwatch. And then uh when Overwatch 2 came out, I installed the update and and uh, I checked my career profile and I had like 500 hours. And I was like, I thought I was hardcore into Overwatch, but like 500 hours, that's not a lot. Like, it's a lot, but it's not, you know, like. Yeah, it like it depends on the game. Like if you had yeah. 500 hours in Skyrim, yeah. I'd be like, man, you love Skyrim. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but having 500 <laughs> hours in any PvP game, like in DVD included, yeah. like, oh, you're still a baby. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, totally. <laughs> it's funny how, yeah. like, depending on the game, it changes that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, like, you know, a 500 hour killer main is m- maybe not going to have as much informed opinions of somebody who's got six, seven, 8K hours. Um, and my viewpoints have changed a ton. Like, I remember something happened on my stream. I don't like to talk about and I won't get into the details, but something really icky happened. And at the time, I had about 800 hours in the game. But 800 hours Crow didn't understand the mechanics of what was happening in that game and didn't understand what's right and wrong in the moment. And, um, you know, it's after, you know, I've got about 3,000 hours now. So now that I've got 3K hours... I can look at that with a different lens and go, oh, yeah, that could have played out differently this way. Could have ran this perk differently. Could have done this differently. But of course, you know, that was for me, that was like about two years ago. And uh, it's things change. Perspective changes with more experience, with more knowledge in this game. And it's crazy how like below a thousand hours, how that's still a lot of hours, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, it's like a lot of time dedicated to the game, yeah, but with yeah. how much there is to learn. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's not like a whole lot to learn, but there's a lot to master. Yeah. 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 And oh, totally. Yeah. It's funny so, you say that because, like I said, like when, when I first got into DVD like three and a half years ago or however long it's been, mm-hmm. I like only cared about playing killer. I didn't like see the fun in Survivor back then. Okay. And so like I had like a lot of, killer skewed views back then oh yeah i think uh, it's really important for people to play both sides it is 
Yeah. Well, you know, even if you want to main one side, at least dabble in the other side. Mm-hmm. Like nowadays, I'm definitely 50 50. I have my days where I play more survivor, days mm-hmm. where I play more killer. But when you yeah. play both sides and put a lot of time into the game, I think that's those are the people that have the most rational opinions mm-hmm. on the game. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. The, yeah. That's, and the thing is, like, I, I think we're touching on this a little bit right now and in previous talks we've had here. Uh, there's an us versus them killers versus survivors on Twitter and TikTok. Always. And the thing is you, you can be, you can play both roles, you know, and have opinions on both roles and uh, heaven forbid you speak out against um, having unbreakable as base kit. Then uh, you're just a salty killer main and you're the, the enemy of dead by day. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. They like invalidate yeah. your opinion because it's it, because the update is on one side of the game. Yeah, but if but if yeah. more people just talked about the game and not mm-hmm. Survivor this killer that, yeah, everything would be better. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, as, as like a Survivor enjoyer, I can recognize when something is way too strong for Survivor mm-hmm. because yeah. I play killer. Yeah, and vice oh, yeah. versa. Exactly. Do you think that's the disconnect? That you think that's why we all have these disagreements in the community where you get into these situations where people are like well, you're just a sweaty killer meme. And <laughs> is it just right? Like, you're like, you don't know me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think people put their, their own fun first, which is valid. Cause like mm-hmm. you bought the video game, you want to yeah. have fun in it. Oh yeah. But just because it's not going your way, doesn't mean the things need to be changed to accommodate you. Yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. sometimes it's a skill mm-hmm. issue. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. I've and, had... and then on the other side of the fence, sometimes some games of DVD, you just can't, you just can't win. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, that that's like the RNG factor, right? And I mm-hmm. think that's something that we don't really talk. Like some people talk about it, you know, you get, uh, maybe you get um, cow shed or something like that. And you're Bubba and they've got incredible tiles with, windows and pallets that chain together and they've got like five tiles they can run without you ever having a chance to use your power (laughs) and that's the rng aspect of the game and uh you know a competent survivor will be able to beat you and it's tough and i think one thing that a lot of players need more of is recognizing rng Mm -hmm. and like who the killer is and what they brought versus who, like the survivors, what they brought on what map with the RNG that that map has. Mm-hmm. Players will, you know, beat the side that's at a big disadvantage mm-hmm. and feel like empowered by that. But yeah. I think the best players in the game recognize when things are in their favor or not in their favor. Yeah. Like if oh, I were yeah. a survivor against Bubba on Fractured Calshed with all those things mm-hmm. you said, like I'd, I'd load in and be like, all right, well, we better have a good game or else we suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. And sometimes it happens too. Like you'll be playing the game versus uh, a Sadako, uh, a game that should be over before it starts in theory. But sometimes you just get a really good killer who will just absolutely roll people. And uh, yeah, and even it depends they- on like. How much mm. how much uh i don't want to say how much fun the survivors want to have but like yeah you know are they gonna go for plays are they mm-hmm. gonna involve themselves with the killer or are they just gonna like be very focused on generators yeah oh yeah 
on that topic what what are your what's your what's your stance on the flashlight changes coming up how you can't lock or save and the window to save people is now bigger by 0.25 seconds um so i guess <laughs> start with the positives the uh <laughs> the window being a little bit bigger that's that's new player welcoming mm-hmm. yeah which is good um yeah. i think a lot of people are too f- afraid to learn flashlight saves even mm-hmm. though like normal flashlight saves aren't that hard yeah it can seem daunting at first yeah and so if that, if that creates an experience where players that are more likely to dodge the killer become engaged with the killer i think that's a good thing for everybody oh yeah and maybe maybe like higher level players might not care about hitting flashlight saves just as much but they will mm-hmm. oh yeah they, they will so they're still gonna go for them like it's fun yeah like you yeah. can deny that oh totally but then no, I, um oh yeah locker saves i i think locker saves are fine mm-hmm. i think double locker saves are not fine yeah like where they've yeah. got the double locker set up right so there were there was definitely other avenues they could have gone mm-hmm. to fix that I, yeah. I kind of understand their perspective where survivors that are capable of locker saving are like so few and far between. Yeah. When you look at the player base as a whole. Yeah. That just getting rid of them. Who cares in their mm-hmm. eyes? You know, yeah. there's there's the people that are mad that they're, they're going to be mad. Yeah. But honestly, they could have fixed. Like double locker spawns made mm-hmm. it so like double lockers aren't flashlight savable from both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <sighs> Make it so that if you exit a locker, you can't use your flashlight for the next five seconds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, because then you could still do the singles, but you can't do the doubles. Oh, yeah. At the yeah. end of the day, the whole, the update is new player inclusive. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm for it. Yeah. I think that's a really good take. And I, I think that's part of the reason why I wanted to get you on the podcast is because I think it's really important for people to see all aspects of updates that come out and uh you know some i i think a lot of people who do follow this very closely they read the patch notes they read you know the ptb patch notes they check you know forums they're involved in twitch streams they watch and maybe they stream and i think these people maybe just don't really think about the person who you know hey i just bought this uh Cause I wanted to play a scary game on Halloween and maybe I want to play this game some more after right. Halloween and, uh, Hey, what's this flashlight do? And maybe they're watching somebody's stream and they see them get a flashlight save. And they're like, that's a thing. Like, I didn't know that's a thing. And I feel like even me, I, I'm, I've been involved in the community for about, you know, a year and a half, maybe two. I feel like there's still stuff that I'm learning and I'm like, Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> there was something recently i can't remember what it was off the top of my head but uh you know i there's people who will gatekeep and i i think that's it's a wrong approach yeah when it comes to like i'm i'm a locker save enjoyer i i've hit Mm -hmm. my share of them okay you know one thing i wanted to touch on that actually i forgot to add is Mm -hmm. i think locker saves are way cooler when they're organic yeah like Hey, hop in the locker. I'll get you because the killer's tunneling you. Not, yeah. hey, we brought a dead dog offering and we're all for <laughs> yeah. going for him and like farming yeah. TikTok cliffs. Like that's yeah. that's so lame compared to like yeah. getting one in the moment for like yeah. a clutch play. Oh, yeah. yeah. But to, to be so upset about those going away is a very selfish thing. Mm-hmm. And I think if 
that's the difference for you. Like if, if locker saves are going away and you can't have fun in DVD anymore, then like maybe it's time for a break. Yeah. Or play a different game or try to yeah. find fun in DVD in other ways. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, I think that, uh, the people who do, who do enjoy those and I've never hit one. I've attempted it once. And it was one of those organic moments where it was a random getting chased. They were injured. They were clearly going to go down. They jumped in a locker and I failed. I was like, well, that was the first time I tried it, you know? (laughs) So, um, uh, but I, I think that what'll happen is, uh, survivors will adapt. We, we always do. You're going to switch to something else. You're going to do breakout plays with breakdown and, Maybe get Medal of Man involved or, you know, something, you know. Like locker might... grab saves are still a thing. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Like, yeah, like if someone's yeah. slowly opening a locker and you grab them, yeah. you can still flashlight save that. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah, so there's still lots of ways you can interact with the killer and have a bunch of fun. And mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, they technically did get a buff with that window opening a little bit. And it is bugged in the PTB because, like, oh, I've people, seen that. <laughs> yeah, people are freaking out. They're like, you start the blind as soon as the pickup animation starts and they get saved. But that's not how it's going to be when it hits live. So, yeah, I was, yeah, I was curious to ask you about that, the, the flashlight stuff, because that's like the hot thing to talk about right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> where do you stand? Here's the line, choose one side. And it, I don't think it has to be that way. Yeah, you got you got to approach it so delicately because if you're if you're all f- against it, you're a survivor mm-hmm. main, and if you're all for yeah. it, you're a killer main. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I took some time to look through TikTok comments, not not just mine, but other people's, and that's wild. It's people people are out there <laughs> nasty over something so simple. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly, and. Uh, you know, thing, things change and uh, things get patched in, patched out, and we're still playing this game. <laughs> so, well, it's because I, they make updates. Yeah. You know, if, they, if nothing ever changed, yeah, it, you know, this game would have been gone a long time ago. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I remember I remember when they removed the four-person hatch escape and... I was like, yeah, it's never <laughs> going to happen to me again. But then I thought about it. I was like, the amount of times that ever happened to me, I could probably count to one hand. Like, I remember when like, I'd be playing killer and I'd see a key in the lobby. I'd mm. instantly like get nervous for the, like, how the batch <laughs> is going to go. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to kill two of them. They're going to get three gens done and then they're going to key out. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then, but really, like, like you said, it, it didn't really happen that often to get worried about it. <laughs> yeah. I do miss the old hatch. I, I kind of wish they'd bring it back because to me, that was fun. Like if you could fix all the gens and all four people escape out the hatch, like that was a fun escape. Yeah. Cause at that point, I mean, <laughs> if all the gens got done, you've, you've earned it more. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like totally. I, I never really agreed with partial gens done and then keying out. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah if all the gens are done, the killer's basically mm. lost. Oh, like exactly. they're getting no kills or they're camping a hook for one kill. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's just not a fun experience for for anybody, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do I do want to be mindful of the time. We're we're I I always tell people we can, you know, about it. I like to keep things to about an hour and 
feel like I could sit here and pick your brain for the next two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'll spare you on that. But, uh, you know, the door is always open if you want to come back. I've been doing these panel discussions as well. So if you want to get involved with that, um, I've I had uh, Jocko, Slushy and Sergeant Fidget in the first one. We had really fun time just talking about DVD and content creation stuff and uh, a few nights ago, I, I I talked with Real Booty Queen and Star Streams, and we had a really good, fun conversation there. So that's awesome. I, I think I think it's a good opportunity for people to get together and just share ideas and talk about stuff. So DVD is uh, a game where you can just talk about it forever. There's so oh, many totally. so many different. You know, what's your opinion on this? What's your opinion on this? Yeah, you can go on and on. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I do like to give everybody a chance to plug anything you're working on, whether it's your Twitch, TikTok, um, your upcoming charity, um, efforts, uh, and your schedule, of course, where people can find you and yeah, times. Um, so I stream four nights a week at twitch.tv slash whispers Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday at 6 PM mm-hmm. EST. You know, we, we just vibe on there. We play Survivor Killer, talk about the game, talk about nonsense, talk about food every day. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, but really, my biggest project right now is Horizon Onward and yeah. uh, getting that team built and starting our first DVD charity event as a team. Awesome. Cool. Well, I'll leave links to, to that uh, and your socials as well in the show notes. So anybody listening, uh, please give Whisperks a follow. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, Whisperx, thanks. Thanks for doing this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm so glad you asked. Yeah, for sure. And uh, anybody listening, if you want to find me, I'm a twitch.tv slash the crow show. Um, I'm on TikTok and Twitter as well, trying to grow the Twitter. And uh, I stream Tuesday nights, Friday nights, but I might drop Friday nights because it's like, it's like, inadvertently it's like hey i'm playing in a tournament and i didn't realize it <laughs> like i've got no slowdowns so uh i'm getting four hooks and they're leaving and i feel bad so um but yeah uh tuesday friday nights usually around 7 30 uh p.m pacific pacific standard time i'm one of those west coast demon hour streamers and uh, of course you can find red rank podcast wherever you can find a podcast spotify now youtube Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, just wherever you can find a podcast, just check us out. And if you can do me a big favor, leave a like and a a rating. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, But yeah, Whispers, thanks for doing this. Have yourself a a good night and uh, all the best to you in the future. Yeah, thank you. Have a good night, too.